perspective, knowledge, and some fun along the way. This is The Truth on WTMJ. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at The Avenue, here's Dr. Ken Harris. That's what everybody's going to be doing tomorrow. They're going to love the sunshine, but that's all you're going to hear tomorrow. Good evening and welcome. I'm Dr. Ken Harris, Truth on TMJ. It is great to be here in the Annex Wealth Management Studio on 620 WTMJ. I get to harass. Denise is off tonight, so don't tell her. She's off. Don't don't tell her. So it sounds like Joe Biden, right? Don't whisper in the camera. Um, so... <laughs> I finally made the news guy laugh. Patrick Kane, thank you so very much. I appreciate it. I'm excited. I get to sleep tomorrow too. Yeah, you get to hang out and do nothing. Yeah. Dude, where'd you find that shirt at though? Like I'm trying that's a radio shirt. I know it. Aloha. That is a ra- uh-huh. I wouldn't call it quite aloha. Uh, just about. It's kinda alo. Alo. But no ha. Alo. Or maybe a ha ha and not a alo. Digging a hole in the here, beach. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could I could see you sitting in one of those chairs on the beach with your hideous um no sun toes sitting up, begging, begging for sun so you can just relax. It just doesn't go well. The, really? The legs and just, really? it's not. If if you could move from Wisconsin, where would you move to? Um I don't know. Oh my gosh! You uh, lived in Wisconsin your whole life. I don't know. You know, like I, I you lived in the Midwest your whole life. I, I'll go. To, I'll go to places like I've gone to like Florida and Cancun and stuff like that. And you get to the end of it, and you're like, yeah, I don't know. But that's uh, not what I asked you. I asked well, you, I know. But where would you move? See, well, can't get a straight I can, question I can, from you know, like live somewhere else. Anybody. Can I live somewhere else in Wisconsin? <laughs> I don't know. Really, dude? Really? Really? I forget how young you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You probably just learned how to tie your shoes and stuff and. <laughs> And put your shirt on. That's why you got the Hawaii shirt on. That's right. That's right. It's easy to button. Easy to button. That's true. Evan just puts a t-shirt on. Like he's done. Like I'm done. So Evan, I I gotta ask: Do you shave your own head? Do you? Do you shave? Yes, I do. Okay. Help if I turn my. Microphone on. Yeah, well, that little, was on it, it was all the way That little down. funny thing. Yeah, you don't have to worry <laughs> about that. No, but ser- seriously. So I've been thinking about going bald. Completely. I'm kind of, you know, close. Like my, my barber shaves my head with like a half instead of a one. So it's pretty low and it stays low even after a couple of weeks. But I've been thinking about going bald. And I can save myself money every month not getting my hair cut. I can just go in the shower, lather. Do you use soap or do you use like like shaving cream? I use shaving cream. Okay. That and then the Harry's razors I found worked the best on the the scalp. Yeah, but you got straight hair. True. Well, my it, hair is extremely curly when it grows. Well, if, it, if I were to like grow it out, out it would be curly. Actually, I doubt it. I do have curly hair. I, I should pull up a picture it. when I was a kid and show you. Please do. <laughs> I need a good laugh because I've got one of mine. And I'll show you, and you can really, he may not stop laughing, but <laughs> can you tell it's Labor Day weekend? I was about to say, I got a 5 o'clock shadow by noon. Well, you know, so I keep trying to explain to people, if you want to grow a beard, you have to shave religiously every day for about 30 days. And then when you stop shaving, you'll have a beard the next day. 
it's it's the strangest. Like I can by the end of the day, I'll have a f- like showing I'm growing a beard, and people go, "Well, how long you been growing that?" I'm like, "Today, like actually today." And they're like, "Oh, that's all." I'm like, "Yeah," but I've been shaving probably longer than Patrick's been alive. So. <laughs> <laughs> and Evan too. I'll so, take that as a compliment. That's a, well, I wouldn't take it as a compliment with that Hawaii shirt. I don't know. I'm sorry, I got to call it a Aloha shirt because you're always saying hello or goodbye in this shirt, right? Yeah. Thank you, Patrick. I appreciate it. He'll be back at 7:30 for the from the WTMJ Breaking News Center. Why are so many kids getting hit by cars in Milwaukee? Like I've been, I've been wondering. Like we've had four. In like a week or two week period. Before we were talking about multiple car crashes where multiple people died in car crashes, right? Now we're talking, it's almost like every every season we get like a set of four somethings. Uh, about a month ago, it was cars crashing into buildings, right? Before that, it was actual car crashes where people were driving and drunk driving, killing multiple people. Before that, it was pedestrians. You know, is society breaking down? Are we just breaking down? Or is that too heavy for a Labor Day weekend? 855-616-1620. Is that too heavy? Or, you know, I got a a lot of stuff I want to talk about today. Um, That's the... Problem of leaving me by myself when when Denise takes off, I get to ramble and run on everything. For instance, do you go by gut or do you go with the data? Like when you make your choices, do you go by gut or you go by data? You know, that's that's one of the things that's on my mind. I got a lot of things on my mind. I got about 10 or 12 things on my time. I don't have enough time in the day to do it. And that's why I love doing the truth on TMJ, but what's happening? If we keep doing the same thing and getting the same result, it's not insanity. It's just stupidity. But I don't get it. 855-616-1620. Steve from Germantown, you're on the truth on TMJ. Hey, how you guys doing today? Hey, how are you? Uh-oh, sounds like some fun kids in the background there. Absolutely. We're having a good time tonight. You betcha. Oh, yeah. Long weekend. Oh, yeah. Hot out. Kids, kids are ramping. You bet. All you right. Bet. Well, no, it's an interesting topic about the driving in the state, well, in the city in particular, Milwaukee. Um, it's, uh, it is terrifying because you look at the posted, uh, the posted speed limits in a lot of these areas. For right. example, let's talk about like Capitol Drive in the city, right? That's mostly 30, 35, no more than 40 miles an hour. Throughout that whole stretch of Milwaukee. Right. You go down there every once in a while. There's people going 70, no problem. And you see it every day. It's a, it's a lack of general care um, for our just our, popul- our, our our neighbors, really, because the, the people driving next to you are, are your neighbors that share these roads. Yeah, there's but no, the- there's a complete lack of care. It's, we need more speed bumps. We need more policing that enforce the laws, too, of, of bad driving. That's a big piece of it. But what do you do when you try to chase somebody and they go faster and possibly I put other oh, people at danger? You're right. I'm, I'm spot on with you right there. Absolutely, you're 100% correct because you can't pursue those types of high-speed chases in these tight, these tight corridors. Um, yeah, man, you're, you're right. What is the solution? 
We need to have our, our, our uh, the, the, the people in our cities who are our politicians, our leaders, really come together bipartisan. We need to figure this out. I don't know what the solution is, to be honest with you. I'm not the one to, to provide that. I just know that I try to prevent going to the city as much as I can because I do have kids, and I don't need to be hit by somebody who's erratic because they're just going 35 miles over what it should be. Yeah, but Steve, um, you got to you got to yeah. You got to know, I've been to Germantown. They're driving like a fool in Germantown and Menominee Falls, too. Absolutely. No, it, and that's why I, said, I prefaced that. I said it's not just the city. I said that before that. I said it's the state. It's across the whole state of Wisconsin, my friend. Yeah, I've been it's to Chicago, Cleveland, Columbus, no, uh, no. Phoenix. They're driving crazy all over the place. Absolutely. I don't think it's just secluded in cities. I agree with you on so that. So why do you think well, that is? So, so, so why do you um, think that is? Well, I'll be, uh, well, look at this. I mean, if you're on, for example, 45, let's say going north past like Hartford, Jackson area, okay? You could easily go 80 miles an hour in these freeways. You're not going to get pulled over. I mean, let's be honest. I don't know how like it is. I steadily on the freeways myself will push 80 miles an hour on the freeways, 45 going past certain parts of, the, of, of certain towns, right. like Hartford, you know, going north, whatever it is, even south. My wife grew up in Racine, so going, but when I met her, Going down to see her, I had no problem. I was comfortable because, you know, going 80, you just, it's easy to do. Let's be honest. You saw the thing, you saw the vehicles. Yeah, but aren't control. you responsible, Steve? Down. But aren't you responsible for your driving? Just because you can do well, 80 you doesn't mean you do 80? Absolutely. No, it, it doesn't mean that it makes it correct. But I'm saying it's such an easy thing to do. I think it's just such an unconscious thing. I don't know. Nah. I mean, what? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's hard, it's hard to pinpoint one certain factor. I think there's multiple factors involved with it. But I can tell you right now, when I'm mm-hmm. driving on a city street or like, in, for example, right now, I am currently in the vehicle of my kids. I'm on Silicon Road, Germantown. I am going 35 miles an hour, and wow. that is the closest speed limit because right. I have the kids in the car. On the freeway, yes, but if I'm by myself, it's a lot, if, you're, if there's no other cars, it's the middle of Sunday on 2 p.m., and you're cruising on 45 North, 180, I can understand why that happens to people. But there are people who do... 85, 90, 95. I mean, you see it all the time, right? right? It doesn't matter where you are. It goes west. You can go to Madison going west. You can go 45 north, uh, 94, whatever. It doesn't make a difference. Even going through downtown, 43 construction zones. Right. I don't know what the problem is. Um, right. is, is, it a, is it a lack of education with our driving system in general when we hit 15, 16 years old? Okay. I don't know. I don't know for sure. All right. um, but you are, I will agree with you that it's hard to police that. that is, it's, it's very yep. difficult to do so. How do you pursue? Because let's, let's call it like it is. Some of these vehicles are very souped up and can just, I don't know if they have these nitrous turbos, whatever it is. But you look around, some of these kids or whoever it is have, have pretty these nice cars that can go 1, 120, no problem. Well, I've but, but, but Steve, them. Steve, it comes down to really recognizing that people can drive the way they want and it's their choice so thank you for your call steve from germantown we'll be right back um scott from tulsa make sure you hang on uh it's it's a great topic but what are we going to do how are we going to take care of it you're listening to the truth on tmj welcome back to the truth on wtmj you're listening to the truth on TMJ Scott from Tulsa, you are on Truth on TMJ. How are you? How you doing, my friend? I'm good. Okay, so you know the guy that called before, you know, I I kind of agree with a couple things, but not so much. Um, I I'm 49, okay, and I've 
been living here in Milwaukee County, Cudahy for 20 plus years, and Tosa, Milwaukee area for the last, you know, 25 or so, 20 years. Okay, so basically, when you tell someone you can't do something, what do people do? They do it more, right? Yep. And I feel as though ever since the media, doesn't matter what front it is, TV, radio, newspaper, when they tell you that you can't do it or they're going to do this and do that, they're going to do it even more. And I truly believe that, you know, it's not a certain age group because you look at some of these people, man. I saw a guy the other day, 50, 60 years old, driving like a, just a complete, you know, an utter, didn't give a crap about anything, you know? Right. Uh, Yes. Thank you. Um, I was told by your uh, screener, I I have to watch my mouth. Yes, you did. You know, trucker mouth sometimes, but okay. So you look at every one of these cars. Okay, they're trying to go in the right lane emergency. You always look at the right front end. Fender missing. You know, everything's always smashing or missing the front end. They're always just, I don't know where they're trying to go, but nine times out of ten, you're going to see them at the stoplight. Okay, if they don't blow through that or cut over, you know, three lanes to make a left turn or or vice versa, going left to right. Uh, I've never seen something so ridiculous in my life and it's getting worse as the years go by i've mm-hmm. worked in chicago for yep. 20 years downtown people don't drive people in chicago just drive fast they don't drive like morons even though other people i'm talking about the morons of milwaukee where they just cut in and they they act like they're in the Indy 500 you know the pace lap where they before they start the race where they're trying to warm up their tires that's what these people do. What are you doing? You know, what are you doing? Why do you have to scare people? You're scaring people. You know, they they have no clue, okay? And I could say something, but I'm not. It's a certain group of people that do it. Yeah, you have other groups of people that do it, but not as much as a certain group. Which is, well, well what? Smoking what? weed? But what they, is it that you're saying? A certain group. But what does that mean? Is that code word for something? Yeah, ethnicity. Okay. okay. So you're ethnicity. saying that only black people are the ones driving like that? Not only black people. You have your moronic whites. You have your moronic Mexicans. You have, but in Milwaukee. Okay. I'm not. I'm not racist by any means. But if it's all over, but if it's all over, that means all over races are doing it too. So why would you just single out Milwaukee? Yeah. Okay. If I go to Cudahy, taking Packard Avenue, Mm -hmm. you don't have people screaming down the block. If I go to Old Creek, Howell Avenue, Ryan Road, I don't know where you've been, but I've seen it. Okay. Well. Not as much as you see in Milwaukee. Speak for you. Okay. Speak for you, but okay. Well, with Tosa. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, I know you guys said that, you know, you've been to Phoenix and wherever else. And, you know, um, people like to drive fast. Do I like to drive fast? Yeah. Have I pulled some stupid things? Yes, I have. But I don't um, go 95 miles an hour or let's say 55 miles. I was walking my dog today. 66th and uh, between Lloyd and Garfield. I'm walking, walking my pup. All of a sudden, I just hear this car screaming down the street. 
Cars on both sides of the block. You have a playground two blocks over Washington grade school. You have the freaking holiday. Okay. This moron, white, and a white girlfriend going about 75 down 66th Street. Blows right through the first stop sign. You know how many kids, how many dog walkers, how many runners, how many old people? So what do we do about it? Streets. Last questions. We got about 30 seconds. What What do we do do? about it? Well, I'm asking you. I don't know what we do. Uh, What do we do about it? If I knew the answer, I'd be the freaking mayor. Mayor doesn't know what the hell to do about it. Yeah, you got speed bumps. You've got new opportunity you know what they're gonna do i saw some of the islands put up in the, in the city of milwaukee yeah they're bump out faster on one lane right you know they're gonna go faster on one lane instead of two lanes now okay um it, i i don't know man it's it's uh horrible all i know all right it's horrible thank you much scott i appreciate it 855-616-1620. Well, the holiday is coming, and we got to figure out what we're going to do. Otherwise, it's going to be a long fall. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ. Dr. Kuhn Harris, Denise, is taking a much-needed weekend off, holiday weekend. I thought I'd drag myself in. You know, I drove to Indianapolis. Saturday morning, and then drove back. So had to get some stuff done. So I drove all the way down and then drove all the way back in the same day. Superman. Back to the truth on WTMJ. You're listening to the truth on TMJ. Before the break, we were talking about traffic and what's going on and all that. And I also asked the question, do you go with your gut or do you need data, like information in front of you that you can read and go through and parse through? I find that people make decisions and they make um They come to conclusions without really, like, recognizing all the information there, right? They they go with their gut. Well, I think it's this because, or you know why those people in Milwaukee are speeding? Well, do you really know or are you just saying it? Because it sounds good and other people have said it and now you agree with it. That doesn't make it right. That just means that's what people said. And we tend to do that a lot. I try to use data. I try to use information. For instance, and no, I'm not a anti-vaxxer or a, and if I was, I would say so. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I'm not a person that doesn't think you shouldn't get vaccinated. That's your choice. I don't think the government should have been telling people, hey, you need to get vaccinated. I think people can decide on their own with information and data that they have. But one of the problems I had was how they taught us the, or or how they gave us the data from infections, right? So when when I read that, what did they call it? Scoreboard, dashboard, whatever it was, the COVID dashboard, I was always skeptical because 
there was data on the board that we didn't know. Yesterday we had 50 people who tested positive. The next day we had 150 people. I'm just using bogus numbers that tested positive, and it's it's a a a hundred two hundred percent increase. Oh my gosh, it's terrible. Oh. And what they forgot to tell you is how many people they tested day one versus day two. So each day should have been taken within its own space, right? So if I tested 100 people, for example, and 50, and 50 people tested positive, it's a 50% positive rate. The next day, I tested 2,000 people and I got 100 people that tested positive. That's like, what is that, 5%? So we're missing a lot of data as it relates to making good, sound decisions because they didn't tell us how many people each day were tested and how many people tested positive. They just told us the number of people tested. Well, the, the number of people testing positive is getting getting higher every day when, in fact, the data would have shown that we tested more people, therefore the number went up. But this is what the percentage is. And we might have found that the percentage actually wasn't increasing, that it was remains it, it would remain stable or go down. But we don't do that. And we don't question it. You should follow what this person is saying because they're the doctor. They should know. No, they don't know. You're a great immunologist. You're lousy with statistics. But that's what we do. And then we get groupthink going and then everybody agrees. And then people are, think about the people that lost their job for not getting the COVID vaccine only to find out later that the lie they told that the COVID vaccine, you wouldn't get COVID was completely and totally untrue from the very beginning. Like you literally would not get COVID. Well, you could get COVID because you took the vaccine. It just lessened the symptoms or, or the outcome. Can you tell them that in the medical field? Anyway, um, I just find that interesting. We go with our guts instead of data and the data ends up being right. And we pretend like it's not. And that's unfortunate that that's the space where we're in, but you know, people got canceled. People lost their jobs. People got fired over, over other people, not understanding that the reported numbers were in fact a little off because when people died from a car crash and they were COVID positive, then, then they were counted as a COVID death and they weren't a COVID death. And that's unfortunate. And so until somebody goes in and looks at that data or, or gives it to an independent third party and lets them go through the data, that's when we'll find out really what really happened. But we do it with a lot of things in America. And now we're doing it with a presidential election. And now people are upset about who's running for office and all that fun stuff.
when we come back from the break, I want to I want to talk about um, colonialism. I want to I want to talk about what's going on in America today. I want to I want to look at all the things that we should be um, examining because of some of the things that are going on and look at because it's the truth on TMJ, right? The truth is a all black talk radio station with good karma brands. And we talk about things that are important to the African-American community. And it just so happens that TMJ has a lot of people who are not in the African-American community. And I think it's great that we have conversations and talk on a Sunday night in a decent, civil, and respectful way about what's going on in the city and the state and in the country. So when we come back, I want to I talk about um, a comment by Mark Twain. I don't, I don't know if I talked about it here. Um, but I, w- I want to talk about a comment by Mark Twain that struck me, that made me think about all the things that are going on today. Old National Bank talking text line is 855-616-1620. Old National Bank, get old. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ. We're live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios. I almost said where? Radio City. Why can't this be Radio City? I guess not. We're at the Third Street Market Hall. This is The Truth on WTMJ. Dr. Ken Harris with you here. 855-616-1620 is the number. So I came across what I would call a... um, imperialist interpretation of Mark Twain um, of a particular poem that proposes basically that the white race is morally obligated to civilize the non-white people of the earth and to encourage their progress through economic, social, cultural, through colonialism, like just roll in, take over, teach them about Jesus and move on. And so he's quoted as saying the implication of course, was that the empire existed not for the benefit, economic or strategic or otherwise, of Britain itself, but in order that primitive people, incapable of self-government, could, with British guidance, eventually become civilized and basically Christianized. That's why you have Great Britain all over the world, Europe, Asia, uh, the Caribbean, And so when we look at the antics of the political parties today, statewide and nationally, the laws that govern us treat us, black people, as not being able to care for ourselves, our neighborhoods, or cities. And so what it is is that we tend to be compared to white people. This is how you should talk. This is how you should act. This is how you should behave. This is how... These are the laws that should govern you. This is the religion you should have. And that government is the only place to turn to for help, which is kind of weird to me. So that taxing rich people to help those without is going to happen when they themselves, in fact, are the rich people they scorn. It's, it's kind of weird. 
So while they, they give money away through taxes to help us, and that's based on the, the, the picture painted that all black people are poor and, of course, stupid and can't get an ID card to vote and all that stuff. But there's, there's this lingering belief that only the only way for black people to achieve in the world is at the discretion and behest of whites. And so in the past few years, we've had the nonsense of, oh, we're going to be an ally. Well, we didn't ask for your help. I like to quote George Bush when it says that's a not so uh, (laughs) subtle bigotry of low expectation. And so the poet positively represents imperialism as a broken burden of the white race who are divinely destined to civilize the brutish non-white other who inhabits the barbarous parts of the world. Because if, again, if you don't act like me, well, there's something wrong with you. The poet's view of the, of the Philippines as new caught sullen people, half devil and half child still resonates today. Just look at black people where we're delegate, we're, we're talked about in code words. They equate stupid white people with black people. Black people are regulated to adult children needing a caretaker or an overseer. And so I used to believe politicians and nonprofits really cared about the uplifting of the black race and us as a people. And so then why do people, why do white people talk down to black people? As if they always know what's best for us. And then it dawned on me, I kind of figured out what we've become. I kind of figured out that black people have become the white man's burden. What are your thoughts? 855-616-1620. I'd like to hear from you. Welcome back to The Truth on WTMJ. I'm Dr. Ken Harris. It is a Sunday evening, 54 minutes after the hour. I should probably click. Where is it? Oh, no. Where is it? Nope. Nope. That's what I, that's what I get for using a computer. <laughs> um News is, is getting interesting. So we've got news um, at the top of the hour at 8 o'clock. And so we'll be going to the TMJ Breaking News Center. So, um, hmm. Ought to be some interesting news coming up uh, for that. But before we go to break, 855-616-1620. Marty from Milwaukee, you are on The Truth on TMJ. Good evening, Dr. Ken. How are you? Hey, very good, very good. Uh, I appreciate the uh, you trying to approach this, uh, this tough uh, Topic? dialogue. Yeah. But I, you know, t- what what came to my mind, if I if I may try to make a point here, and I, I think it's on point, uh, 
we just saw uh, a big hurricane down in, in Florida. I'm going to come back to your point, so please. Uh, big hurricane, and we just saw the all the trials and tribulations of the people in Cedar Key, Florida. They lost their scallop uh, festival and their scalloping industry and their fishing and the tourism and uh, lost buildings and farms. Oh, it's just awful. And I was just thinking to myself, uh, to your point, it reminded me that something like that happened 100 years ago in exactly the exact same spot, Cedar Key, Florida, okay, which is the site of Rosewood. Yes. The massacre of black people, the theft and the looting of black property, livestock, farms, buildings. The city of Rosewood, right. as I understand it, and anybody else can correct me, I'm sure, but as I understand it, it was half black and half white. Correct. And there was one of the incidents where, uh, you know, something was claimed that a black man did to a white woman, and the next thing he knew, there were no more blacks in town. Correct. There were no more them. blacks in the county. Right. To this day, people will not talk about what happened at Rosewood. And so, I, I don't know how I can bring that back to your point, but uh, taking care of the black people by the white people that's really, really uh, un-American. Because what Americans do is allow black people to have their own business and industry. Well, listen to what city. you're saying. The fact that you said you allow us to do it, what does that even mean? No, no. I, I'm, I'm, I'm quoting other people. I'm not saying I, I'm saying that. Okay. I'm saying in America, capitalism and so forth, the American way, uh, had not... Rosewood happened and had not Tulsa happened and mm -hmm. so forth and so on, and would be in a different place. And, and had the Freedmen's Banks worked after slavery, we would be neck and neck as it relates to whites and, and wealth and all that. Well, you said it better than me. That's what I'm trying to make. That's the point I'm trying to make. Yeah. Again. And we have a lot of reparation to get back to that place. We need, we're going to need, this is this disgusts me to say this. We're going to need reparations for what's happening today. That's what's going on in my mind. Yeah, but but not reparations in a way which you would write everybody a check. But I think no, there's some there's not. some very pointed things that are missing from communities and resources that would help us give ourselves a helping hand. Absolutely, you're absolutely a hundred. I'm a hundred percent with you. All right. Thank that's, you, Marty. That's the plan for the city of Milwaukee. Yep. If we can do it, if we can get away with it, but I don't I don't think I, there are I've people. I've seen the plan, Dr. Ken. We'll talk sometime. All right, let's talk. Thank you. All right, take care. 855-616-1620 is the number. Where do we go from here? How do we figure all this stuff out? Because in the end, the people who have to live here, it's called us.